Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello and welcome back to the Sega Lounge. I hope you've been doing well and are ready to dive into this week's very special episode. I would like to start by saying a massive thank you to everyone who listened to the show for the past couple of weeks. And hello all you new listeners, welcome to the lounge. If you've been enjoying the more recent episodes, may I suggest you go back and listen to some of the previous ones as well? We've had some quality guests and I'm sure you'll find them entertaining and informative. Hashtag SegEducation. Also, feel free to follow us on social media, especially Twitter and Instagram, we're at the Sega Lounge on both services. That's the best way to stay up to date with show news, listen to sneak peeks of future shows, or check out clips of some of the best moments of previous episodes. Right then, shall we get on with this week's show? This week we're celebrating the 35th anniversary of Alex Kidd. Yes, 2021 marks 35 years since the release of Alex Kidd in Miracle World, which launched in late 1986 in Japan. I decided to make this special episode in the vein of the best of Sega in 2021 we had earlier this season. This means I invited some of my friends from the Sega community to answer some questions and share their memories of Alex Kidd as a series. Joining me for this trip down memory lane are Dan the Mega Driver, one half of the amazing Sega guys, Radio Sega legend Gavi, the oh-so-very-sexy Graham Cookson of Mega Visions and Sega Nerds, Lewis Clark aka Sonic Yoda of Sega Driven, Matt Oliver, co-owner of Shenmue Dojo, Brazilian PR king and absolute Sega fanatic Renato Almeida, Aussie legend Sega Master Tim, Portuguese YouTuber Sticka, radio personality Tom Campbell, the very talented and lovely Twitch streamer, YouTuber and presenter Trista Bytes, and Sega Bits writer Patrick Horimaru Gardner. You may be wondering why I decided to make this anniversary episode so early into the year. Well, first of all, there's another big anniversary coming up soon. It seems a certain blue rodent is turning 30 next month and I didn't want that to get in the way of Alex Kidd's celebration. Also, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX is coming out in June and I wanted to get people's perspectives on the series so far as well as learn what their expectations are for this remake. With that said, I hope you enjoy this documentary-style episode. Kid is an interesting character. Big, pointy ears, questionable hairstyle, and he is quite short, although he is just a kid, right? He was once Sega's mascot prior to the release of the original Sonic the Hedgehog in 1991, and his backstory and lore is a bit confusing at times, as was the norm back in the day. Alex is a prince, and in Miracle World, he sets out to find his missing father and defeat Jenkin the Great. 
his brother and his brother's fiance have also been kidnapped. Alex is also a master of the shell core technique, which allows him to focus his power on his fists, which is why he can use them to break rocks and destroy cars. Makes sense. The original game stood out from the competition of the time for its colorful graphics and varied gameplay, which includes obtaining different vehicles that help you overcome obstacles and avoid dangers. It's also known for its difficulty, which comes not just from its one-hit-death system, but also from the randomness of its boss battles, which are basically games of rock-paper-scissors against the CPU. This aspect of the game frustrated many people, including myself, when they first played it. As you'll hear some of our guests say, Alex Kidd is a product of the late 1980s style of platforming games, with its slower, more deliberate gameplay. However, the colorful nature of its presentation made it stand out from Mario. And the fact that it came built into every Master System 2, many Sega fans' first console ever, helped Alex establish himself as a fan favorite even if he lost some of that popularity when Sonic came around five years later. That popularity is proven by the fact that Alex was indeed Sega's mascot for a period of time. Moreover, Miracle World spawned a few other titles and spin-offs. There was Alex Kidd and the Lost Stars, which came out in the arcades in Japan in December 1986, with a home version being released in 1988. Alex Kidd BMX Trial. Yes, that was a thing. Alex Kidd High Tech World, a reskin and rebranding of a Japanese game with Alex Kidd characters and assets for a Western audience. Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, which continues Alex's search for his father on the Mega Drive or Genesis. And Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, which is a fan favorite spin off that puts Alex in, well, Shinobi World and gives him a sword, extra moves, and ninja magic. Not only is this an amazing game in its own right, but it appeals to fans of both franchises and parodies, in a way, some elements of the world of Shinobi. It also has great music. With Sonic the Hedgehog becoming a video game icon in its own right, Alex Kidd's popularity dwindled down, unfortunately. Although he is still big among <clears throat> older Sega fans and in some places like Brazil. As Renato Almeida put it on Twitter the other day, Brazil should have a national holiday to celebrate Alex Kidd. That said, Alex made an appearance in Japanese-exclusive Dreamcast RPG Sega Gaga. He is seen working as a video game store clerk and tells the sad and true tale of how he became all but forgotten after Sonic came along. Sad face. Much later, he would also make appearances as a playable character in Sega Superstars Tennis, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, and Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. So Sega hasn't really completely forgotten about the character. Miracle World, for example, was released for the PS3 and Xbox 360 as part of Sega's Vintage Collection, and more recently came out on the Switch as Sega Ages Alex Kidd in Miracle World, further establishing it as the more recognizable game in the series and most people's favorite Alex Kidd game. 
That is also proven true by the fact that fan-made sequels to Miracle World have been released for the Master System. You know, if Sega doesn't give fans what they want, they usually take matters into their own hands, and that's what happened with Ian Wall's Alex Kidd in Miracle World 2. If you want to learn more about this game, check out episode 90 of the Sega Lounge, which had Ian as a guest. It was great fun. And even more recently, last year in fact, Yeti Bomar released the finished version of Alex Kid 3, Curse in Miracle World. Of course, all of these pale in comparison with the upcoming official game Alex Kid in Miracle World DX, which is being developed by Jenkin Team and published by Merge Games. It promises to be a love letter to the original game by a team of passionate fans, giving it a fresh coat of HD paint, reimagining some of its concepts, and offering some quality of life improvements. Rest assured, this was not intended to be a history lesson, just a brief summary of what happened to Alex Kidd in the last 35 years. If you're looking to get a more comprehensive look into the character and the series, feel free to look around the interwebs and people with more SEG education than me will gladly share their knowledge. With all that in mind though, I think it's about time we hear from our amazing panel of guests and friends. They were all sent five questions involving their memories of Alex Kidd and their expectations for the future of the character and franchise. As we go along, I'll also share some of my own thoughts. First up, I asked everyone what their earliest memories of Alex Kidd are and what exactly made them love the series. Known for being one sexy son of a gun, Graham Cookson is also part of the Sega Nerds and Mega Visions teams. Graham's earliest memory of the series is playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World on the Master System. The different mechanics compared to other platformers at the time and how unique each game in the series is are key reasons why he loves Alex Kidd. Okay, so my earliest memory of Alex Kidd was playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World on my friend's Master System. Uh, I remember all my other friends had Nintendo systems at the time, and this guy had a Sega, and Alex Kidd was kind of like the Mario for this Master System. Uh, I remember really enjoying it. I liked the different gameplay aspects, like the normal platforming, the the punching things, and the swimming, and riding the bike or helicopter. It, It was so different and unique compared to other platformers at the time. And the series as a whole, I just really enjoyed it. I love how colourful it is. I love Alex Kidd as a character. And um, one thing I love about the franchise is how different the games are. And most of the games play very differently. They've got a different feeling to them. So it's kind of kept it fresh in my memory of how unique each game was. As I was listening to Dan, the mega driver of Sega Guy's fame, tell his first experience with Alex Kidd, I couldn't help but be reminded of Alex's cameo in Sega Gaga, the mythical Japanese-only game in which our birthday boy is seen sharing the tale of how Sonic came along and stole his limelight. Alex Kidd, 35 years old. Now that's an impressive anniversary, even if it does make us feel old as well. My earliest memories uh, start with Alex Kidd in a miracle world and the Sega Master System. My brother got an SMS for his birthday in 1991. And it was one of the first games that we played as a result, it being built in and all. Unfortunately, we didn't spend too long on it, seeing as uh, we got another game called Sonic the Hedgehog. You may have heard of it. It took a lot of our time that day, but 
over the years, we really did grow to love Alex Kidd in the Miracle World. Uh, later on, we borrowed Alex Kidd in the Shinobi World as well, which I absolutely adored. And even later than that, Alex Kidd in the Chanted Castle when we had our Mega Drive. Portuguese YouTuber Sticker was blown away by Alex Kidd in Miracle World. My earliest memories of Alex Kidd are of me in my early childhood years taking a vacation with my extended family in Spain who had a master system. This was my first time seeing a master system and they showed me Alex Kidd in Miracle World. And I remember being mesmerized at the bike level. I had never seen a game where you could just walk and then suddenly use a vehicle. Or a game where you could pick up money and actually use that money to buy stuff. It just blew my mind. I wonder how many people also had the same reaction due to it being their first game or their first contact with the Sega Master System. Our other Portuguese-speaking guest hails from Brazil, a country full of Alex Kidd fans. Renato Almeida remembers his first time with Alex Kidd and Miracle World vividly. He highlights the colorful graphics and varied gameplay of the game and... food! Alex Kidd might be one of the most popular Sega characters in Brazil. Uh, it was uh, a game that was packed in uh, with, the, with the Master Series uh, set uh, for a lot of kids who purchased the, 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 the console from Tectoy. But uh, in fact, I didn't uh, get this version of the Master System. So, I, I owned, I had the first version, which was the, the one with uh, Safari Hunt and Hang On uh, built in the console. So I first heard about Alex Kidd uh, because of uh, magazines. Uh, so I got my Master Assistant before Alex Kidd in Miracle World was released here by Tectoy. So I was very anxious because I knew that was an important game for the console, for the system. So when I had the chance to play and to rent the game at a local store, I was amazed, mainly because uh, the super colorful, colorful graphics and also the soundtrack, you know. So when uh, the title screen, I remember the, 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 the soundtrack of the title screen, which was super, super uh, exciting, you know, but... It was funny because when I started to play the game, I, I know I was going to like it because of the super colorful, colorful graphics, but also uh, how the pacing of the game changes uh, a lot, you know, you are first uh, jumping and, and punching things, and then you are swimming, and then on the next level you are flying with a helicopter, and you have the, the bike, you know, so those things, the, the, the mix that the game brings to the table, it's very interesting, you know, it was one of the things that got my attention. And obviously the battles, the junking battles, it was something that I never heard before. Uh, junking pole, uh, it was something that I, I, didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> so it was very, very interesting to, to learn about these things. And it was the first time in my life that I, that I learned about uh, onigiri, the, the rice balls. <laughs> so uh, now, uh, as an adult, I love Japanese food. I love onigiri. And it was amazing to see that character eating the, like, like the rice balls uh, uh, between stages, you know. So it was something that uh, uh, stick to my mind to this day. So that was the version I first played, the, the one with the, the, the rice balls. But... <laughs> It's something that I, I really love about the character. The, the Alex Kidd is so 
amazing and so easy to be liked, you know, so uh, it, it's super special. And that was the first thing that I, those things are the first things that I remember about the character. Radio Sega's legendary show host Gavi was one of many who got Alex Kidd built into their master system, and he remembers playing it after tuning the TV and finding the right channel. My earliest memories of Alex Kidd is actually playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World on the master system. Um, I, oh, I think it was probably around 1991 or 1992 when I got my uh, Sega master system. And it came with Sonic the Hedgehog on cartridge, but it came with Alex Kidd in Miracle World built in. Um, so when we got the uh, when we got the the console connected and um, <laughs> tuned in, because you had to tune in consoles those days, um, boys and girls, those of you who are of a certain age who just like plugging a TV in um, into a console or or vice versa, and it just working. Oh, it didn't happen back in those days. You had to tune it into a TV channel. Ask your parents. They'll tell you all about it. Um, but yes, when we, you know, we got it working, we tested it with Alex Kidd in Miracle World. So um, that's actually the, the only game I've played on a, um, on a home console with the exception of the Lost Stars on the Astro City Mini. So um, I think what I liked about Alex Kidd is the fact that it was just... I suppose, in a sense, it was like Sega's version of Mario. It's very slow and steady platforming and very pixel perfect, especially in the later stages. Um, you did have to be very, very careful with where your jump was. One mistimed jump and you're straight in the water or in some lava and you're dead. Twitch and YouTube superstar and all-around awesome human being Tristabytes joins us to share her memories of playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World with her siblings. Please sing along with her. So Alex Kidd has a really strong place in my heart. We had the Master System Mark II and that was released in 1990. I was about sort of, I don't know, seven and a half, eight years old. And that had Alex Kidd in Miracle World built in. So that automatically made it the coolest game ever because the Master System 2 was the first console we ever owned in my household. I'd only played them around friends' houses before and there was one in our house. I mean, it wasn't technically mine. Let's be fair here. It didn't belong to me, but it was in the living room because we only had one television, which meant that I could play it whenever no other siblings were around. So it was effectively also mine, but not because if I obviously wound up said sibling, they would uh, take that straight out the room. However, however, when they weren't there, I could play whatever games I wanted, and Alex Kidd in Miracle World was one of my favourite slash most hated games, because that thing is difficult. I thought it was difficult then, it's even more difficult now. I have tried to play it as a grown-up, goddamn child me, had the skills, had the patience, had uh, literally nothing better to do than try and beat this particular game. Now, we had other games I loved as well. We had, we had the light gun, for one thing, so we had all your awesome, like, Operation Wolf and Rescue Mission and those games which I adored. But there was something incredible about playing Alex Kidd with my siblings, because what we would do is we would sit there and we would take turns, so we'd be passing the controller between us. Whenever you died, you passed the controller across, and this was like a collaborative way of playing the game, which meant that every time you were going to throw the controller at the rented television, which would have got us probably disowned, you could pass the controller to someone else, they would have a go, they would pass it back, and we'd all kind of cheer each other on. It was very much the age of armchair gaming, and that game 
tough as nails to the point there were just particular parts in the game. There is a level in the game where you're swimming along underwater. It's not even that far in the game. You've got to swim along and you have to avoid particular fish. And there's a bit where you have to like avoid a, a, like a frog type thing that's going up and down in the water and you have to time it perfectly. And we played this game so often that we actually started coming up with tunes to sing along to the theme music. So when we got to this bit where you had to avoid these fish and these frogs and you could kill them or you could evade them, we would just be sitting there in unison going, kill the fishy, kill the fishy, like this, and just would sing along to the music. And we had lyrics for various different levels. Any of the difficult bits, there were lyrics. We could sing along as if we were trying to muster the strength to defeat the eight bit pixelated frog we were also just calling it a fish even though we knew it wasn't but it was just an incredible memory and a wonderful time and i can't get anywhere near as far into the game now as i could then so um yeah i i i, I very much rage quit the last time i tried to play it uh the rock paper scissors creatures now freak me out completely i did not realize how terrifying some of the sprite designs were in that game uh, I did know how OP the motorbike was though, that's still the best thing. Just get the motorbike, just ram and destroy everything. It was basically proto-GTA for me, I think, at that point. Just absolute carnage, anarchy, destruction. I did love all the power-ups as well, and I did play I did play other platform games, you know, I, I played the Sonic games, I played the Mario games, all the standard ones, but there was something about the power-ups in Alex Kidd that were just ridiculous, had stupid names, we're all completely different from each other and we're all either useless or OP in their own way. And I just love how preposterous a lot of that game was. And as a result, I've still got so many fond memories for it. Kill the fishy, kill the fishy. Thanks, Bex. <laughs> Tim, one of the Sega Masters and a recent guest on our show, still has battle scars when it comes to Alex Kidd in Miracle World. I picked up my Master System in 1987 but I didn't actually play the game uh, Alex Kidd until I got to the Sega Hotline because the the game wasn't wasn't really appealing to me because I didn't know of it being in the arcades. It, it never came up on the radar, to be honest. But the funniest thing was when I started working for Sega, um, there was this dislike towards the game and I quickly found out why because just about oh I would say every third or fourth call that we got it was about this one bloody game Alex Kidd in Miracle World and about one flame and room which was the end stage where you had to walk over the tiles in a certain order uh, honestly this game gives me and the other Sega Masters nightmares because they would start with uh, kids would ring up and go i'm i'm playing alex kid you're stuck in a room yeah how did you know right got a pen and paper (laughs) so um yeah it's just it's it's not exactly a a good memory for for me and the other sega masters brian the other tim and nick (laughs) <laughs> but it's a funny memory, I must say. Okay, A fine memory indeed. Thanks for sharing, Tim. I wish you all the best. Keep taking your meds and the nightmares will hopefully pass. And if they do, please share the meds with legendary radio personality Tom Campbell. I can feel this man's pain. Please send help. 
I must admit, being contacted about Alex Kidd has brought back some terrible, terrible memories. The first games console I ever owned was a Sega Master System, and it came with Alex Kidd in Miracle World built in, which is great because it's like a free game to get you started. It's incredible. But here's the thing. Alex Kidd in Miracle World is impossibly difficult. You get one go around with three lives, no continues. You got to get it all done in one clean run. And it's one thing for the levels to be long and winding and sometimes overly complicated. It's another for when you face the bosses of Alex Kidd in Miracle World, which are playing games of rock, paper, scissors with you. And unless you had a guide that showed you every possible iteration, these were completely random. So not only you had to, did you have to be excellent at Alex Kidd in Miracle World to get through the game, but also you had to have luck on your side when you got to the bosses as well. Our friend Matt Oliver from Shenmue Dojo had a different first experience with Alex Kidd when compared to most of our other guests. Like me, he first played Sonic the Hedgehog and then experienced Alex Kidd and on a friend's master system. What was it like for him? So my first memory of Alex Kidd is probably one from about seven or eight years old. And I went to a friend's house who had bought a master system. I don't know if you got it secondhand or brand new, but it had uh, um, Alex Kidd as the packing title on it. So naturally we decided, well, let's give this a go. Now it was a bit of a revelation for me that games were packed into the console in terms of it was just built in, it was there. So <laughs> that was a bit unusual. Um, but playing it... I don't know, it was very, very different to Sonic the Hedgehog. And having come from Sonic to Alex Kidd, it was a, a bit of a culture shock. But actually, the more I played the game, the more I got to grips with its control system and the way things work. I love the fact you can run around and punch things. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm a destructive kid or adult these days. But that was the one thing I did really like. You run around and punch things. Slower pace than Sonic, very colourful, lots of... Um, other sort of gameplay elements in terms of like driving vehicles around. I don't know, it's just a good old school platformer. But I will say this, my, one of my memories with it as well is, well, I love it now, is the bloody boss system. My word, if you want to challenge and don't mind getting destroyed through rock, paper, scissors, there you go. Play Alex Kid. Now, in all seriousness, it's a it's a fun platformer. Um, I love the controls. I love the feel of the game. I love its quirkiness. There's nothing quite like it. And I know it sort of fell by the wayside a little bit to Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's one of those platformers you can just sit down, relax, and just have a good time with. I think Matt said it all, really. It's just a fun little time waster. The relaxing bit, though, with that boss system? I think not. My own first contact with Alex Kidd didn't happen until much later in my life. I never owned a Master System, as my first console was a Mega Drive that came with Sonic the Hedgehog. However, I do remember seeing Alex Kidd in the Enchanted World in game stores, and I believe a picture of the game cover was also on the back of the box of my Mega Drive Model 1. The cover always made me curious about the game, but for some reason, I never played it as a kid. So my first experience with the series was indeed Enchanted Castle, 
but either on the Wii's Virtual Console or on the PS3 as part of the Sega Mega Drive collection. Probably the former. I do remember not really enjoying the game and finding the graphics a bit too simplistic when compared to Sonic the Hedgehog. However, a few years later, thanks to the joys of emulation, I was able to play Alex Kidd in Miracle World and I quite enjoyed it. I was really bad at it and the randomness of the rock-paper-scissors battles infuriated me, but I enjoyed it. I never really got far into it until a few years ago when I decided to push through and use safe states. I then played through Alex Kidd in Miracle World 2 by Ian Wall to prepare for the interview I did with him and also played a few of the other titles. Shinobi World was definitely a highlight for me and, while I still sucked at it, I really enjoyed my time with the game. For our second question, I asked our guests which of the Alex Kidd games is their favorite and why. I also asked them to consider the spin-off games and maybe surprisingly some of them highlighted a specific spin-off game as their overall favorite. Megavision's own Graham went a different route. Not able to pick just one favorite, he singled out Alex Kidd and the Lost Stars as his least favorite game. Oh, okay, so that's a tough question. So I really enjoy most of the games because of how different they all are. It would probably be easier for me to say which one I dislike the most, and that would be Alex Kidd, The Lost Stars, which is the second game to be released in the franchise. And I've only played the Master System version of this game. Um, it was available in the arcades, but I never got to play it in the arcades. And so I loved Miracle World, the first game, and then playing this game, I just thought, what the heck has happened? This is not Alex Kidd. The, the graphics were really bright and colourful, but somehow they were really awkward. I remember... I kept misjumping off ledges. You couldn't attack anymore, which drove me nuts. And because some of the enemies are really hard to avoid, it just made it not very fun. I don't think I ever made it past the first few levels, so maybe the game gets really good. I don't know. But I just hated it from what I played it. For the other games, it's a hard question to choose my favourites uh, because they're all just so different, but really fun. I like high-text world puzzle adventure-style elements for a chilled-out experience. And Shinobi World is a lot of fun, like running around slicing up enemies with a sword. It's kind of Shinobi cross with Alex Kidd, which is great. But maybe it would be Miracle World and Enchanted Castle as my two favourites at the top. Uh, those are the two games where I feel the gameplay is synonymous with Alex Kidd. Both are more of a standard platformer, but with some fun quirky bits thrown in, like, like punching things, and you get the rock, paper, scissors, and all the vehicles you can drive. So to me, they are the essence of Alex Kidd. Dan from the Sega Guys was quick to pick his own favourite game in the series. Shinobi World is absolutely my favourite game in the series. It may be more like a chibi version of Shinobi than it is a true Alex Kid game, but it always felt the best designed and responsive. I love the soundtrack and it holds a special place for me because it was the very first Alex Kid game that I ever finished. Sticker joins Dan in singing the praises of Shinobi World. It does have great music. Alex Kidd in Shinobi World is by far my favorite game in the series. The music is incredible and the action is so fast and frantic. It's just such an amazing game that I wish it had gotten a sequel. Lewis also loves Shinobi World. The different mechanics in the game make this underrated title a must-play for the Sega-driven webmaster. Okay, so my favorite Alex Kidd game is Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, um, which is such a good fusion of the traditional sort of Alex Kidd running and jumping and, you know, punching or, you know, in this case, swording <laughs> things to death. Uh, 
yeah, it's really, really fun. Um, but at the same time, it's got that sort of fast-paced, twitchy action that you'd expect from a Shinobi game, and it melds them both really well. Um, I think it's a really, really great game. I love the sort of pole-spinning mechanic that you have in that game. It's it's a great way of getting up to speed and blasting through blocks and stuff. It's really good fun, and I think a really underrated game that kind of falls by the wayside because it's not quite an Alex Kidd game and it's not quite a Shinobi game. Gavi's favorite is a no-brainer, but there's a twist. My favorite Alex Kidd game is Miracle World, as I say, by the by the pure virtue of the fact that it's the only one I've really played and, and given any time on. Um, I've I've played it on the Master System. Uh, I bought it on the PS3 and I bought it again on the Switch. Um, and I've got Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX on pre-order as well. Um, definitely one of my uh, one of my favorite. Um, well. Absolutely my favourite Alex Kidd game by virtue of the fact it's the one I've played the most. And it's a well-known Radio Sega story, so I'm not going to touch on it for too much. It's also a game I've never completed, but my dad has. And um, apparently the ending's not bad. So <laughs> I haven't played it. I've played a couple of the spin-offs um, on, uh, on ROMs. Um, <clears throat> naughty things. Uh, not enough to really say if, if any of them are my favourite to be honest. Although I will say that my least favourite is Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. That game is terrible. Never play it. Um, also, never listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack is also equally terrible. I wonder if we can get a fan of Enchanted Castle in here. Mm. Also, don't worry Gav, not many people have really completed Miracle World. At least not without the help of save states, right? You can hear how passionate Renato Almeida is about Alex Kidd as he talks about his two favorite games, Miracle World and Shinobi World. Alex Kidd in Miracle World must be my favorite one, but I have a close second, which is Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. So when I first saw, when I first had the chance to play uh, in Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, it was great because it was one of the first times that I saw this uh, remix uh, happening in, in video games, you know. So uh, the, the, the crossover between uh, both brands, I, I, I freaking love Shinobi. I, I have the cartridge since back in the day. I love that game. I love the action. I love the, the whole uh, environment behind the, the story of Shinobi. And seeing Alex uh, as the main character in that world with those concepts, it was amazing, amazing, amazing. And it was great to see how the developers managed to adapt uh, Shinobi's and also Alex's main features and characteristics uh, to work in a single game, you know. So the adaptation is marvelous. And I wish, I hope the game wasn't so, uh, so expensive nowadays because I want to bring that game to my collection uh, with the cartridge and, and the... the the manuals and the and the the retail version, the package, the full package with the box, etc. But it's so expensive, so I, I this is something. It's a milestone for my collection for sure. I want to to bring that game to my collection. But uh, Shinobi World and Miracle World might be my two favorite versions of Alex Kidd. You know, uh, the first one because it was the first game from Alex Kidd and the variety, which I uh, kind of explained in my first answer. And Shinobi World because of the how original it was and how engaging it was and how easy it was to fall in love with. 
Tristabytes points out the fact that Miracle World was built into the master system that many bought back in the day. Not only did that mean it was many people's first game on that system or first game overall, but it also has that nostalgia factor which makes it obviously her favorite in the series. I did play the other games a little bit as well. Uh, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. I played around a, a friend's house. Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. I played very briefly and was very confused by. It makes much more sense as an adult when you look back and go, oh, some of these games are just literally a completely different game with Alex Kidd added onto the name when it was exported over to the UK. Uh, but I don't really have the same sense of nostalgia for them as I do Miracle World. I think that for me is the definitive game for Alex Kidd and it will always be so. Building that into the Master System 2 just meant that it was pretty much everyone's first experience of the game and it was the game that was included with your console so it meant it didn't cost your parent any more money and was therefore the thing you were playing for at least the first three months before you could actually have another game anyway so it's very much ingrained in your mind. The other games are cool, the other games are, are nice enough but they don't just have that same level of nostalgia and frustration for me. Miracle World is my favorite as well. Again, it's not easy and it gets downright frustrating at times, but it's a lovely Master System game and a damn solid platformer. The music is also catchy, which makes it that much more special. Traveling through Miracle World? Then do it in style with one of our bulldozer bikes! Miracle World's bulldozer bikes are sure to make your trip that much faster with the added bonus of allowing you to destroy every rock or enemy that stands in your way. Miracle World's bulldozer bikes are free to use as part of King Thunder's mobility program and were kindly donated by the Sukupaku Motorcycle Company. Forget bus rides or walks. Try one of our free bulldozer bikes today and zip through Miracle World in style. Warning, bulldozer bikes don't work against red balls, so be sure to dodge them while driving. Those damn things are indestructible. Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX is set to be released this year. Next month, in fact. So I wanted to know how excited our guests are for this game and basically what their expectations are. It's funny to see different points of view ranging from the ones who are avoiding information so they are able to go into it blindly to the ones who are very optimistic about this upcoming release. Matt, for example, raises a good point about Miracle World DX. Is this what a Saturn Alex Kid game would look and play like? I have to say it does look really, really good. I must confess, actually, before I recorded this, I went and uh, watched the release date trailer because I didn't know when it was coming out. I knew it was going to be this year sometime, but hey, um, I'm really excited about it. it it's look great. It sort of maintains that quirkiness, that colourfulness I've been talking about for for ages around Alex Kid. It's just it's perfect in the way it looks. I'd actually imagine it, and this is probably just my personal opinion, it, if you think back to the Saturn days that, if it got a revival then, this is what it would look would have looked like. And for me, that's just perfect because it fits in with that retro feel that we've been talking about. And it maintains all the mechanics that were in the original games and that quirkiness and that just that that feel of it. And that's fantastic. And also the fact you can swap 
the old Master System graphics, which uh, um, I have to say I was really impressed with, and it looks quite seamless. But the art style's lovely. The gameplay looks really, really smooth. It looks like they've really captured the spirit of it. And I, I have to say, it's going to be a day one purchase for me. Um, I might have to be a little bit sensible in terms of what I pick up in terms of any like special sets for it or anything because the wife will kill me. But do you know what? I can't wait to play it. It's a day one purchase. Uh, bring it on. The wife would kill me. Those words hit deep. I can totally relate. Anyway... Judging by his previous answer, it's pretty safe to assume that Graham is pretty excited. I am super excited for Miracle World DX. As I said before, Miracle World is probably my favourite uh, Alex Kid game. And I think like the Dragon's Trap remaster, this could help introduce a lot of younger gamers to a classic platformer. And the, the, the game looks gorgeous. It looks so beautiful. I love what they've done with updating the visuals and the animations of Alex Kidd and the other characters. And I really can't wait to see what the team has done with the new levels and modes they've been promoting. It should be a lot of fun. Very excited. Dan is cautiously optimistic about the upcoming Miracle World DX. The upcoming DX release really has me curious. I can't say I'm excited, I'm just curious. It does look like it's ironed out some of the more frustrating elements for Miracle World there. So with them being paired back, it may be a blessing, it may be a curse because the challenge was a bit of a charm. But right now, yeah, I'm curious and I'm optimistic. Sticker is trying to be pleasantly surprised by the game. I'm actually trying my best to not learn too much about it. I don't want to get too excited, so I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Cory Maru of Segabit's fame joins the conversation to tell us he's excited for the quality of life improvements promised by this DX remake. I'm actually excited to play the remake. I actually played uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Uh, not on the uh, Sega Master System, but on the uh, re-release version. I believe it was the Sega Ages uh, version, and I'm excited to play that as well. And it seems to have more features than the original game, which I'm actually happy to see. And then like the, the story may be fleshed out with certain cutscenes on how Alex Kidd must like you know save the people of his world from Jack and the Great. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing that being more fleshed out from the original Master System game. Tim is interested in Miracle World DX and curious to see how it'll get received around the world. I'm sort of interested as to how, it's, how it looks and the sound of it. It's very appealing and that. Um, they say that there's new bosses and levels and all that stuff. I would be more than likely to play the game in the more modern version than the old one. As I mentioned before, it gives me nightmares. <laughs> uh, but it, I, I'm, I'm quite happy about the game coming out. And, and I mean, look, I speak to a lot of Sega fans out there and they love Alex Kidd in Miracle World. It brings big, uh, you know, great memories for them. Um, so they're probably going to be more excited than me, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I, I am very keen to see how the reception is going to be around the world with this game. Um, I, I hope, I hope it does better than um, Streets of Rage 4. I, I just feel that Streets of Rage 4 might have missed on a few opportunities there uh, with the little aspects of the game. So maybe it could do better with that. Um, but no, no, I've, I've, I think the game's going to be 
well received, but I don't know if it's going to be a big hit. We just have to wait and see. PR master Renato Almeida is actually involved in the launch of Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX in Brazil, and he is obviously very excited for this remake to come out. Well, I couldn't be more excited. I'm going to be... I, I am part of this game. I'm going to be... I'm promoting Alex Kidd in Miracle World in Latin America, in Brazil, in other territories of Latin America. And it's great. It's simply a dream that's coming true. You know, uh, as, I, as I've mentioned, Brazil is one of the, the territories which love the most this character. So it's really, really special to... Uh, kind of fulfilled this cycle, you know, as a kid, I was a really big fan and now I, I can join this marvelous campaign and be uh, uh, at Merge's, Merge Game Service in, in here in Brazil to, to serve them and to help them to promote this character here. And this amazing game, you know, I, I think everybody had had the chance to to, to watch the traders and see the concept arts. So the game is, 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 coming, uh, is coming out in June. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it sounds and looks amazing. The team behind the game, the developers at Jenkins Team, they are simply one of the greatest fans of the game. So you, 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 you can bet your money on it that they're giving the best uh, they, they, they got the best they get to bring this uh, this game to to reality in a manner that will be unforgettable for new fans and old fans alike, you know. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I couldn't be more excited. It's another chance that I have to be a part of a campaign of a of a, of a game that I really love, which I, with a character that I really really love. After sharing his issues with the original you'll probably be surprised by how Tom Campbell is looking at the prospect of playing Miracle World DX. Despite my reservations about the game and how frustrated it made me as a youngster, I am really excited for Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. I feel like they have an opportunity to right some wrongs with me as a consumer a brand new version of Alex Kidd in Miracle World, which isn't a bad game, all right? It's a good game. It's a deep game, but the difficulty curve needs to come down a little bit. I'm not saying make the game easier. Give us some extra lives. Give us some continues. Make the games of rock, paper, scissors a little less to chance. If you do that, I will be a happy customer of Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. Tristabytes is quite excited for Miracle World DX and is expecting an experience akin to Sonic Mania and Streets of Rage 4, as it looks to be a love letter to the original. The fact there's a new Alex Kidd game being made, the fact that we're having Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX released is just phenomenal. I'm so excited. I absolutely love the new wave of retro style, retro inspired sequel type games, remake type games that we're getting at the moment. Streets of Rage 4 was incredible. Sonic Mania is incredible. These games are perfect. They have everything you loved about the original, but the way you remember it and not the way they actually play. If you go back and try and play them again, as I discovered with Alex Kidd in Miracle World, they take all of the nostalgia, they package it up, 
They keep that retro styling, but they use modern techniques as well. And not only do they allow us to relive our memories, but in a, a way that's slightly less infuriating than replaying the old Master System games, but they also make these accessible for a whole new generation of people to find them and start to, to love these games as well. So I am so, so happy and excited to play this one. I will get frustrated with it. I will lose horribly at Rock, Paper, Scissors every single time. I know I will, but I'm going to love playing it the same as I have with all the other games of this kind of wave. And I hope there's more to come. I hope this restarts the fame of Alex Kidd. You know, he, he needs another shot. He needs another another series of games to, to get him back on the map, I think. And it's definitely in the right hands here. The developers have obviously made this game with so much love. You can you can really see how much love and effort and attention has gone into this one. So everything I've seen so far looks amazing. I can't wait to play it in real life. Lewis hopes this remake leads to a brand new Alex Kidd game in the near future. As much as it is basically a remake, um, I still think it's exciting because they're obviously adding new stages and it looks fantastic and I love that they're you know, updating the graphics and, you know, from HD televisions and making the game work for a modern era. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I think if people haven't been exposed to the franchise previously, hopefully this will be a good entry point for people because I still think Miracle World is possibly the best way to start with the franchise. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. I hope it does well and I hope it leads to, to more things. I hope it leads to a new Alex Kidd game. I think that would be really, really good. As for me, I'm really, really looking forward to playing this remake, and I hope I get to have a chat with the Jenkin team ahead of the release of the game. Here's hoping. From the little I've seen of the remake, their heart seems to be in the right place, and they seem to have done a good job with it. I keep thinking about this in Wonder Boy slash Monster World terms. It's probably going to be closer to the Dragon's Trap remake we had a few years back, in the sense that it'll be a faithful adaptation of the original, with the possibility of changing between retro and HD graphics, there will probably be some extra features, most of them quality of life improvements, but I don't see a total revamp of the gameplay mechanics happening, which is a good thing. The final two questions I asked overlap a little, but I wanted to know how these prominent members of the Sega community would feel about the hypothetical release of a brand new Alex Kidd game. Not a remake or a remaster, a proper original title in the series. Are you kidding? No, Graham. I'm guessing you'd like to see it happen? I'd love a new Alex Kidd game. I think the franchise still has a bit of a following after all these years, and he's a character, along with Stella, who can make a decent comeback into the gaming scene. He's so lovable and awesome. And his gameplay style is different enough to Mario and Sonic and the other major platformers that I feel he could still have a place in the gaming scene. So it would be awesome if he made a comeback. Sticker was short and sweet in his answer to this question. Yes, please. Sega, please. Please do it. Yeah, I guess he's with Graham on that one. Cory Maru tells us how he'd feel about a brand new Alex Kidd game, potentially in 3D. I will feel... You know, very grateful to see if Sega or maybe another studio can produce a brand new Alex Kidd game. Maybe like a spiritual successor to the past games, but kind of serve it as a sequel uh, to the modern day era. Like, I think it would be cool to see maybe Alex Kidd in 3D as uh, he kind of transitioned in 3D in Sonic and All-Star Racing Transformed and the other previous Sega All-Star titles. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, 
also like utilize like classic gameplay to like a modern age uh but like make it more exciting for people to like you know pick up and engage uh playing the game and you know it would be really cool to see rock paper scissors in action it's no surprise to anyone how Renat would feel about a brand new Alex Kid game. While he's unsure how that would be done, the truth is he'd love to see fans, new and old, experience a resurgence of the pointy-eared boy. Well, I would love that, actually. Uh, I've been seeing uh, Alex uh, popping up in several other games as a guest character. Uh, I had the chance to work uh, and to promote as a PR uh, some of these games, so uh, the, the racing game for Sonic, the tennis game, so it was uh, all, it was always a, a bit of uh, hope to see the character coming back, uh, and then it obviously it would be great to see a new adventure. I don't know how the approach could be, but I, I I'm pretty sure that uh, there are a lot of developers and a lot of fans and passionate people who could bring Alex back in a completely new game and give him an adventure for a lifetime, you know? He's such a great character and I would be on board if it was an adventure game, an RPG, or maybe, you know, uh, uh, some some sort of experiment, experiment like Shinobi World, like, you know, so Alex uh, jumping to another, into another universe. Uh, I don't know, I, I think it would be great to experiment you know since alex kid is returning now with uh, his uh, remaster and re slash remake for a miracle world i think it would be great to experiment you know so i believe it would be a great opportunity for new audiences and also for our uh, ourselves as fans for our longtime fans kevy seems to have taken a realistic approach to this question i you know what i'd be interested in it i can't see it happening um, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think anyone will really pick up the reins and and do that. I don't think Alex Kidd has got that sort of brand recognition. Um, but if if one was to come out, I would. Uh, I would absolutely would play it. I think it'd be quite um quite an interesting uh, game to play because, like I say, Alex Kidd for me reminds me a lot of sort of nineteen eighties era Mario, and um, I'm not entirely sure if that sort of you know style of gameplay will fly now i mean even if you look at mario these days he doesn't play like that so i'm not sure i'm not sure how that will uh, how that will turn out shenmuguru matt oliver has a good point about how to make alex kid succeed in this day and age and has a more optimistic point of view about the whole matter than most so alex kid is one of those sort of old school platformers i don't think you should change very much about um so if you were trying to release it in sort of this day and age, I, I really wouldn't to deviate too much from its roots. I'd I'd use sort of Streets of Rage 4 and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which I know is not out yet, as sort of the the benchmark, the the platform, if you like, the formula for what Alex Kidd should do. Just a fresh coat of paint, maintain the gameplay, the colourfulness, the quirkiness, and just get that get that feel of that platformer right. And I think it can be successful. You've got to think as well in gaming that, unfortunately, we're all getting older as we go. Um, so these sorts of old retro 
remakes will appeal to to us and there's a wider market for it now so you don't need to deviate too far away from what made Alex Kidd such a lovable title just give it a new lick of paint modernize it a tiny bit and you would be away and I really do think in this market with with games sort of being pumped out all these AAA titles being pumped out you need a bit of uniqueness you need a bit of quirkiness you need a bit of spirit and I think that's where Alex Kidd comes into its own. It's got all of those and more. And I really do think in this day and age, it could really do well for itself. Lewis would very much like to try a new, fresh experience featuring Alex Kidd. I'd welcome it, to be honest with you. I'd very much like to see Alex Kidd come back uh, in one way or another. I know there's obviously the DX uh, remake of Miracle World coming soon, but I absolutely would support a brand new game. I think that's a lot more exciting for fans of the franchise because you get something new but familiar at the same time and you know you're you're approaching a game with different layouts and different level structures and just some new abilities hopefully just i think that would be really exciting and a lot more interesting it's why i prefer things like streets of rage 4 over just straight remakes of stuff because yes it's nice to have things brought up to date and playable on modern systems but at the same time i think um i i, I always prefer a, a new experience with familiar characters i think that's way more enjoyable and it's just nice to see someone try and add something new to the franchise and keep it fresh i must say i'm divided after hearing these different opinions i mostly think the success of a brand new game in the series will largely depend on a couple of things how successful and well-received Miracle World DX is when it releases, and who is the team behind said new game. Miracle World DX looks to be in good hands, and fans of Alex Kidd seem to be fairly excited about it. If it does moderately well among the fans and even garners a small following of younger gamers, this could mean it's time to invest in creating something brand new. And maybe Jenkin team are the ones to lead this new project. As for what to do to make it successful, let's focus on our fifth and final question. To wrap things up, I asked our panel of Sega fans what they thought would have to be done to bring the Alex Kidd series back in a meaningful way. Some say a move to 3D, others say stick to the original formula, and someone even questions if we need a new game in the series. Sticker thinks Sega could go the Sonic Mania route with Alex Kidd. Could Jenkin team be the ones to do it? I suppose they would have to give it the Sonic Mania treatment. That is to say, hire some mega fans, focus on high quality pixel art, as well as music remixes, and then promote the heck out of it. I mean, it worked with Sonic, so it might as well work with Alex Kidd. Graham's got an interesting point of view when it comes to how Alex Kidd can make a real comeback. I think there's a lot that can be done to bring the series back. I think the new game could work in 2D, but one thing I'd love to see is a 3D Alex Kidd game. So unlike Sonic, Alex Kidd's gameplay elements are along the lines of more traditional platformers. And I think the mechanics could work really well as a new D platform adventure. Maybe something along the lines of uh, Castlevania or Dark Souls, but obviously not as tough or dark. What I'm trying to say is where you have a big world to explore, but need to uh, unlock new items like the bike or helicopter or new abilities like swimming to progress to new areas and unlock different parts of the map. Also having a two-player co-op mode with Stella, or maybe even some other characters mentioned in the older games could be a great addition. You know, it could be Sega's answer to Mario 3D World. 
Although that may be too crazy for me to say. But uh, <laughs> um, all in all, I'd love to see Alex Kidd make a comeback. It's been far too long. Dan, one half of the Sega guys, suggests a Streets of Rage 4 approach. I think to make Alex Kidd relevant in the modern day, it would have to go down the Streets of Rage 4 route, you know, introduce some more mechanics, tighten the controls and the collision detection, and just make the game look both modern, but also evocative of that original style. So it can bring in new fans as well as appeal to the old ones. But that being said, I really think that Alex could, in the right hands, could have a very prosperous future. Happy anniversary, Alex. Uh, with the Miracle World DX and Ray, let's hope that there's many more anniversaries to come. I think Dan's remark is spot on, personally. In the right hands, it could work. Maybe the team behind Miracle World DX are the perfect fit for the job. Who knows? Cory Maru had already mentioned a 3D Alex skit as a potential way to bring back the series in a meaningful way. However, he still wanted to share what it would mean to him as a Sega fan if that were to happen. I think his thoughts echo the ones of some of the most hardcore fans of the character out there. I think it represents uh, Sega's history of developing games and stuff like when they used to have like smaller teams um back in the day and it's, it's it's a very historical moment as alex kidd uh used to be a mascot for uh sega as a company so i think that's that's that would it would mean a lot to me um to like show like respect for the alex kidd franchise from uh back in the day. Gavi raises a good point. It's one thing to have modernized versions of previous games in the series, but do we really need a brand new Alex Kidd game? Makes you think. I don't think it needs it, to be honest with you. I mean, Alex Kidd is 35 years old this year, which makes me feel old because I'm also 35 years old this year. Um, I, yeah... I'd, I'd like to see probably, you know, a nice little anniversary soundtrack or something like that. Like uh, like I say, I, I don't think Sega are going to bring a brand new um, Alex Kidd game out or I can't see them licensing it out for somebody else to do. Um, I think that's where Miracle World DX has come in. Now, whether Miracle World DX is the precursor to a brand new game, I don't know. Um, in my opinion... Alex Kidd is definitely a, a mascot of his era. He's definitely um, a 1980s style uh, platform hero. And um, a little bit like Wonder Boy before him. And I know Wonder Boy's had a bit of a resurgence recently, but it, it just feels like if you were to try and bring a game out nowadays, you'd, you'd kind of miss something. And uh, in in all honesty... I'm I'm quite happy with the memories of Alex Kidd that I've uh, that I've got, so um so I don't uh, I don't think it really needs uh, needs much adding to it. Sega Master Tim finds it hard to believe a resurrection of Alex Kidd will happen, at least when it comes to new titles. It it's just so hard. Um, the problem is is that Sega has got so many other great titles and and series. It's hard for Alex Kidd to sort of stand out in the crowd i think more people are fond of alex kidd in miracle world for the memories but none of the more uh, uh but not much about the other versions of the game um you know high tech world and 
Shinobi World and oh, I can't remember what the re- recent release was. Um, it, it's just that Sega has so many great titles like Yakuza and Shinobi and that I think more people are going to be drawn to that simply for the storyline, the gameplay. Um, so maybe, just maybe with Mer- uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, that might change it. It might actually take the take the series in a slightly different direction. It might. I I, I don't think it will, but it might. I could be easily proven wrong. But um yeah. I hope it comes back in, in a meaningful way. But it's just so hard with so many other uh, what I think are better titles than the Alex Kidd series through Seagull. Going back to a more optimistic point of view, we have Matt's opinion on the matter. He even believes the successful launch for Miracle World DX could inspire the return of other classic platformers. My vote is for Ristar. Can we please have him back, Sega? Please? I just think it needs to stay true to its roots and its character. That's all it needs to do. It doesn't need to reinvent the wheel. It doesn't need to change itself to fit modern times. Because let's be honest, it's not that sort of game. The game is about enjoyment, it's about its quirkiness, it's about, it's about its gameplay, and it's about just having some bloody fun, which I think those old school retro games really, really capture. So it, it, I mean, it's really difficult to say what I think they need to do to bring it back in terms of its game, because I don't think there's too much they can change other than giving it a fresh coat of paint. I would potentially look at um, maybe sort of with a new title packing in some like goodies that you can have with to entice people in um i'd probably look at it being sort of a you know 20 20 pound sort of title maybe that people can sort of pick up and play that lasts a few hours because then it's cheap it's accessible and i do and i just sell it as a good old-fashioned retro platformer with a lot of heart a lot of character a ton of quirkiness and a ton of variation in gameplay that um I think some platformers even today struggle to sort of maintain. I I really do think there's not much they need to change. They just need to capture that spirit of it and just nick a paint and then release it to the world. And I think you would be golden. I really, really do. So yeah, that that's that's for me. That's it. What there's not a huge amount I'd change about it to release it these days. And I think the proof will be in the pudding when the, the remaster comes out. Hopefully that is as successful as possible so that we see more Alex Kidd titles and also that it inspires these other retro platformers to come back, these retro games that we grew up loving so much. Let's hope this is successful because it will inspire others to, to have a go and re-release their titles as well. Lewis's opinion on this matter is to keep it simple. A fresh coat of paint and new abilities, vehicles and stages would do the trick. I don't think an awful lot needs to be done other than, you know, give it a fresh lick of paint, make it HD, um, make it look more, you know, suitable for a modern display. Um, I, I'm i not a big fan of, you know, redesigns and changing the character drastically or making him super self-aware and jokey and, you know, poking fun at his old games. I, I, there's no need for that. I think once you've established a franchise, I think it's good to just sort of progress naturally and take him into new areas, new stages, add some new gimmicks, some new abilities, some new vehicles. I think that's the sort of stuff that I would like to see more. Just a natural evolution of the of the franchise. And yeah, on the whole, I think 
that would be a lot more beneficial to fans of it already because it doesn't take the mick or, you know, poke fun at a franchise that they already love. There's no need for it to become self-aware and silly uh, because that's not what people like about Alex Kidd. I think what people like about Alex Kidd is it is a cute platformer with really approachable controls and the whole structure of it is a little bit oblique in places and it's kind of interesting to try and stuff out and see how it all works and find secrets and things like that. I think that should always be the focus. So, yeah, if you're going to bring it back, I just think all you need to do really is add on the existing formula. Like I say, new abilities, new vehicles would be a fantastic thing and obviously brand new stages. Renato thinks experimenting with the character is the way to bring back Alex Kidd in a meaningful way. Maybe Miracle World DX could be an important first step in making newer fans become aware of the character, and Sega could take it from there depending on how successful the game is. I think the best thing that could happen right now is to experiment with the character. I know I've already said that, but I think there is a lot of space to be creative and to go crazy uh, with Alex Kidd, you know? This is a character that it's so easy to fall in love with and with the remaster slash remake uh, coming out this year, I think this uh, will be kind of a preparation for new fans to get to know this character uh, the same way as we do, uh, long-time fans, you know? So uh, I, if I was uh, able to uh, give some tips and to be able to collaborate on how the the patch of the character is going to be. I would suggest uh, to bring a team of passionate uh, developers and then suggest them to get creative. You know, try to bring your best ideas to the table. Uh, try to 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 mix some other ideas. You know. And, and see what the result is like. You know, I would try to experiment and, and bring something new to the table, respecting the legacy, of course, but also moving the series forward. That would be the, the ideal scenario for me. I would love to see Alex Kidd in new adventures and in new scenarios, you know. So I think that's a character that you would be, uh, you would have a great time if you could experiment with him and his lore and etc. So long live Alex Kidd. As I said, my money is on Miracle World DX. I think this is the make it or break it point for the future of Alex Kidd as a series. Think of it in terms of the Wonder Boy slash Monster World series. If Miracle World DX happens to be as good as the remake of Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap, I think there's a good chance we can get something new in the vein of Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. I guess we'll have to wait to see what happens. So there you have it, people the thoughts and hopes of some amazing people in the SEGA community regarding the past, present and future of Alex Kidd. 35 years after the release of the original Alex Kidd in Miracle World, here we are, a month or so away from the release of its remake and looking into the future with hopes of seeing new titles in this classic platformer series. My thanks again to all of our amazing guests, you can find their profiles on the episode page over at thesegalounge.com, along with links to their projects and social media. 
please check them out. But before we close the door of the lounge to Alex Kidd, I really want to share some of your own comments you guys posted in reply to a tweet I made earlier this week. Coins and Consoles said, Such amazing memories with this game slash series. Along with playing Miracle World on the Master System, loved playing through it again in the new M2 Sega Ages release. The new features are really fantastic. Aries Man said in reply, It's a fantastic series that basically just lived on the Master System since the one 16-bit outing. So looking forward to the remake. Carl Lavery shared, Alex Kid in Miracle World was built into my Master System. A great little game even if the bosses were dirty cheats. Got the remake on pre-order. And finally, Alan Smith replied, Oh, built-in Alex Kid on Master System. I'd wager there's a pretty significant amount of people in Europe whose first game they ever played was Alex Kid in Miracle World. So true, Alan. So true. Be sure to follow at the Sega Lounge on Twitter, as you never know when your tweets could be featured on future episodes. A big thank you to the people who replied with their memories. And that's it for this week's special Alex Kid 35th anniversary special episode. Yes, double special. I'll be back next week with a regular episode of the show. But stay tuned as we have more one-off specials, special again, coming soon, and you will definitely not want to miss them. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful and special week. Stay safe, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Mixed on Productions podcast.